Sometimes we try to exert so much influence over these rhythms and seasons in our lives. And I think sometimes by fighting those rhythms as opposed to accepting them, like we're almost making life harder for ourselves. Yeah. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, the side where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. What's up, friends? Welcome back to Real FM Rewind, B-Side, Anson, Kara, and Zoe hanging out with you in the studio. Hello. 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 Hope you're having an awesome day. We're here to make it even more awesome, talking about all kinds of things. I don't even know what we're talking about. It's mostly a surprise, except for my part. (laughs) That's not a surprise to you? (laughs) Not a surprise so far. Uh, So I'm going to start with On Repeat. On Repeat for me this week is Camouflage by Joseph O'Brien. I'm so lost when I'm searching camouflage. Till I fit in and I really know that I know that I know <laughs> it's a that's a throwback throwback to an Isaac reference there when Joseph he had O'Brien. I've never forgotten when he yes. had a Joseph O'Brien song on repeat. He yeah, said it like that. Now every time I see his name, Joseph O'Brien. Like, Joseph O'Brien. <laughs> I just always have to think of it that way. I always think of it that way in honor of Isaac. Uh, So yeah, this guy, he's young. He first gained prominence appearing on season 13 of the show America's Got Talent. His goal is to create music that inspires believers to be countercultural and authentic about their faith. Uh, Recently signed to Goatee Records by Toby Mac uh, Mm -hmm. and longtime Christian music executive. We don't care about that. Anyway, uh, what we care about (laughs) is the song. Sorry. Sorry, guys. (laughs) I was getting interested, but yeah, let's get into the song. All right. Anyway, the song is great. He says about this song on his Instagram, the only voice we need to ultimately listen to is God's, of course, but man, there's some of us like me who struggle with that reality. I get so caught up in what other people have to say, how I should brand myself, what clothes Mm. to wear, what personality to embrace in order to appear cool, Mm. only to find out I've lost myself and my true identity in Jesus. So Mm. that's what this song is all about. And I am... With you, Joseph O'Brien, a thousand percent. I am the queen of camouflage, so mm. to speak. I'm a type nine on the Enneagram. And if any of us are good at camouflage, it's it's us. That's kind of our go-to is just whatever group of people or relationship I'm in, I tend to just kind of merge with them <laughs> and disappear sometimes. Uh, it's very easy to do. And yeah. so this song really, every time I hear it, hits home for me. He says, I'm a mix of what everybody says. And now I'm mixed up with all these mentors in my head. And he just goes on to tell, like, basically every time I think I've hit the mark, then the the, the mark moves. The uh, standard gets changed. Right. Yeah. And especially, I'm, I think he's probably talking about the world of, you know, social media. The music yeah. video is actually really fun. I would recommend watching this because it kind of goes through this cycle and shows all these so-called mentors. And then towards the end of the video, it shows, you know, here's who I was actually created to be. And he's like in a space suit and like jumping around and all kinds of crazy. And it's really cute. Um, but I, I just, I can't emphasize enough. I a thousand percent identify with this, um, you know, and basically the song is kind of just a prayer. Like, I know I need to let this go. Mm. I know I need to, but I don't basically like, I don't know how. Yeah. And so um, the end of the song is basically, can you, can you help me let it go? So really like this song. It's very catchy. And now that I've seen the music video, I'm like, oh, it's really sweet. And um, this guy seems to be doing well and just kind of finding his own voice and his own personality in the new and upcoming, you know, Christian music world. Mm. So I I highly enjoyed it and very much recommend it. Camouflage by Joseph O'Brien. We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. For On Pause this week, I've been thinking a lot about the word rhythm 
Mm. And I wanted to talk about that. We covered it a little bit on the show this week. I want to dive a little bit deeper into this idea of balance versus rhythm. Mm. I feel like a lot of times we kind of idolize the idea of balance Mm -hmm. and just a like kind of funny anecdote to illustrate this. I'm a runner, so super into running, running half marathons, that kind of thing. And a couple decades ago, a bunch of people were watching people run and they're like, you know, we got these like fancy slow motion cameras now and we can analyze people's gait, like how they run. Yes. And so what does the perfect running form look like? What if we could figure that out? Right. Mm. So they're watching all these runners run in slow motion. And one of the things they noticed is, as they watch their foot strike, the part where their foot actually hits the ground as they're running in their stride. Uh-huh. Some people, their foot would rotate outward as their Uh, foot lands. Some people, their foot would rotate inward as it lands. And some people, their foot would not rotate at all. It would stay straight, Mm. right? And as these scientists are watching this on the slow motion cameras, they're going, that's got to be it. That's got to be like the ideal running form, right? Is your foot staying straight? Uh, That just makes sense, right? You wouldn't want your ankle to roll in or or out. That seems a little less stable. And so out of this basically theory, a whole industry of, of shoes. running shoes were created yeah. that were called stability shoes that like add certain like firmness to the foam on the outside or the mm-hmm. inside or add higher arches or do all these crazy things to try to help you not pronate. pronate. I was going to say over pronation, under pronation, right. yep, over pronating and under pronating. Yep. So for years, when you would go to the store, they would even do this in a running store. Some still do, in fact, yeah. where you can go run on a treadmill and they'll tape you and then show you, Oh, you're over pronating. You need to get these types, this type of shoe because it'll help you from over pronating and you won't injure your foot or anything like that. Right. Well, fast forward a couple decades. And of course, like scientists do, they start trying to figure out, you know, and verify like, is this actually true? What does the science and what does studies say about the odds of injuries? If you over pronate versus under pronate versus have a neutral gate in the middle. And they kind of found a surprising result as they did all these studies. And that was there basically wasn't any correlation at all between injury and pronation. Oh, man. So people that overpronate, underpronate, neutral, all three of them sometimes <laughs> get hurt. None of them get hurt at any higher rate than anybody else. <laughs> wow. And so they're like, wait a second. It actually turns out this doesn't really seem to matter, at oh, least boy. as far as injury is concerned and as far as performance is concerned. Wow. So it's really just like an aesthetic preference. Oh, gosh. And I thought this was really interesting because it's now taking time for the shoe industry and no everybody kidding. in running to kind of rethink this idea that everyone was so ah. sure of for so many years. That's crazy. And a lot of people still swear by it, like saying, no, this is wrong. It's your foot needs to land straight. Overpronating isn't good for you. Oh my God. But the studies show that it doesn't really seem to be a problem. And I think it just illustrates this idea that, like, human beings, we really like this idea of balance perfectly balanced, or fairness, yeah. or symmetrical things. Yeah, we like do. We're really attracted to stuff that seems ordered, yep. right? Yep. And just lined up correctly. Mm. But the thing is, like, that's not always necessary. And what scientists have gone on to learn about pronation, for example, is that for a lot of people, when their foot, say, like, over pronates, as it's called, yeah. where it rolls to the inside, like, that is your body's natural biomechanical way oh. of absorbing the force of your foot hitting the road. Correct. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like your body's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It's dampening the shock oh my of your foot hitting the road because it, it rolls to the inside a little bit and that absorbs some of the shock of wow. your foot hitting the road. So it not only 
Is it not a bad thing? It might even be a good thing. Oh, my God. For the people who do it. My mind is blown right now. And here, here for like, <laughs> you know, a decade or two, we were trying to fix yeah. something that was mm. like not broken. Yeah. <laughs> right. hundred percent. And wow. so that's kind of just an extended metaphor for what I wanted to talk about today, yeah. which is I think sometimes we get obsessed with this idea of balance in mm. our lives. People talk about like balancing all their plates that they have yes, to keep spinning. Right. Totally. Or we talk about like work life balance. Mm-hmm. We talk about eating a, a balanced breakfast yes, right? in yes. all of the ads, <laughs> um, eating, you know, some of this kind of food and some of this kind of food and some of that. And I'm not saying that balance is inherently bad either. Right. I'm just questioning, is it always inherently good? Mm, right. Interesting. And I think a good example of this is there are times in our lives where we are going to be unbalanced, Mm. right? Maybe there's a big project at work that we have to work on and it's going to throw off our work-life balance for a little while. Or maybe we have a health issue at home and we're going to have to take a break from work for a while. That's going to throw off the balance in the other direction. Yes. Maybe we lose somebody close to us, Mm. a parent or a sibling or a grandparent, and we enter kind of into a stage of grief for a while. Mm. Our emotions aren't going to be very balanced. We're going to be more sad than happy. For a while, right? Mm. Conversely, maybe something really joyful happens in our lives and we're spending more time in that happy zone. Mm. There are just times in our lives where we're not going to be in perfect balance. And yet I think often we're trying to like strain and try to achieve that balance when Mm -hmm. it's not always realistic. And that brings me to the word rhythm, Mm. which is something I've been thinking a lot more about over the last couple of years as I've been a part of a church that observes the traditional church calendar Mm -hmm. and that we in our liturgy, both from a kind of macro perspective over the course of the year. And then in a very micro perspective in each service, there are rhythms Mm -hmm. to worship, right? So there are certain seasons like Lent where we focus on our depravity and our sinfulness. Mm -hmm. We are but dust, right? There's the resurrection season kind of after Easter where we celebrate life and Jesus's Mm, resurrection and joy. There's the season around Christmas where uh, we celebrate uh, Christ's birth and the season right before Christmas where we're looking forward to Christ's coming. And so it's a season of anticipation. There's Mm. all these different seasons where we kind of focus on all these different things as opposed to like trying to maintain a balance of all of them at all at times, all times yeah. which I just think is a lot more difficult. Mm. And so it's really good. that's kind of the concept I wanted to bring to you is what would it look like in our own lives to set aside kind of the idol of balance a little bit yeah. and focus a little bit more on the idea of rhythms. Mm. And the interesting thing about rhythms, I think, is that they're everywhere in creation. Oh, yeah. Right. Like there's the rhythm of the work week and then Sabbath and yeah. the weekend and rest. There's the obvious rhythm of the seasons, summer and fall and winter and spring. Yeah. There's night and day. There's sleeping and waking, Hmm. you know, like the rhythms are everywhere. And we see them in like the animal kingdom as well. Right. Like Mm -hmm. animals that hibernate during certain times of the year or have mating seasons or Mm -hmm. in nature uh, with the weather. Right. There's rainy seasons in some parts of the world and dry seasons. And the interesting thing about rhythms, most of those rhythms is they they can't really be controlled. Yeah. Right? 
They yeah, just come and true. go. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's interesting as humans, I think sometimes we try to exert our like own will <laughs> on rhythms. Them, yeah. We're like, well, I know it's nighttime and that's historically when we go to bed, but now we have lights that can stay on all night long. Right. We can trick hens <laughs> into laying eggs all night by keeping their lights on. And right. we can run factories 24 seven to make sure that we're still profitable even at night. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Or we say like, yes, yeah, so we know it's really hot outside, but we've got the AC or we've got the heater in winter. And yeah. I'm not saying saying like all of these things are bad by any stretch. No. I just think sometimes we try to exert so much influence over these rhythms and seasons in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes by fighting those rhythms as opposed to accepting them, mm. like we're almost making life harder for ourselves. Yeah, so true. So what do you think of wow. this concept? Is this something that you've ever thought about before, th- this concept of rhythm? Mm-hmm. And if you have or haven't, like what do you make of it kind mm-hmm. of at, at, mm-hmm. at first hearing? I don't know. I'm just a little blown away here. I'm yeah. just like listening intently and being like, oh, <laughs> never thought of that. My brain. Because mm, I definitely feel like I've been seeking some more balance in my life, but yeah. maybe another approach is the rhythms to it or maybe some of both or sure. I don't know. I'm figuring this whole adult thing out, <laughs> yeah. you know, but like sure. I feel like I want that kind of like either balance or rhythm, just a healthy mindset, a healthy day to day where you're not going to one extreme or the other. But Mm -hmm. I liked your point about, well, sometimes a project comes up at work. You know, this happens all the time as students, right? When Mm -hmm. you're in college, you've got those finals or you've got those big projects. You stay up super late. But my problem is when every night you're staying up super late and then going through monster energy drinks the rest of the day. (laughs) So like, that's where I'm like, well, we need to have the the balance, right? Uh, So yeah, Yeah. a lot I'm chewing on right now. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I, I love the idea of rhythms. I always have, and it feels like way less pressure to me than like, Mm. I I love routines, but routines are hard to maintain. It feels like they fall more into that strict, like it must happen this way all the time. I think rhythms are much more flexible and realistic in the realities Mm. of life. So I think the word you pointed out and the the example of seasons is another way that I think of rhythms. Mm -hmm. Like there are just different seasons in life where Mm. different things and different balances exist. And one of those great examples again for us is the season of fundraiser for our sister station. I literally sat down at one point with one of my friends and made a list of like things I was allowed to do and not allowed to do during fundraiser season, <laughs> which is a couple weeks leading up to it and a couple weeks after it, because it takes that much out of me oh, wow. and requires that much like preparation <laughs> or I mean, at least things that are like, OK, these are best practices. These are the things we know help you in these seasons Mm. and the things that don't help you. And for that season, those rhythms are a little different than the rest of the time. They're Mm. a little, a little less busy. I strip some things back to allow myself to either store up some energy or restore some energy afterwards. Yeah. And it's just, that's always been a practice and I don't always do it well. There's times where I'm like, I don't need to do that. And then I pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I love this idea of seasons and rhythms because I think it just it's so much more realistic to yeah. the way life really is. I do think mm. it gives you a lot more grace. Yes, mm. that's what is. Yeah, like a good example of this, I feel like, is New Year's resolutions, mm. right? Like oh, New yeah. Year's resolutions get a really bad rap. Why? Yeah. Because they're unsustainable. Yeah. yeah, almost nobody, unless you're like a machine, very few people can pick like a really aggressive like New Year's resolution mm-hmm. and start it on January 1st and do it indefinitely. 
Exactly. Like exactly. it needs to have a beginning and an end. Yeah. Even doing it for a whole year is really, really difficult. Yeah. But then we get this idea that when we start to fall off of this New Year's resolution at the end of January or February or maybe March, if you're doing really good, yeah. like you're a failure, right? Because right. you haven't kept up with this thing that you resolve to do. But what if the beginning of the year, January through March, mm. let's say, is a season of resolving to try some new things or build yeah. some new habits. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then what if the summer is a season of stepping back from a few of those yes. things and taking a little bit of a breather? Yeah. Like I, I think that. that is a lot more of a realistic mm -hmm. approach to like trying to develop a new mm -hmm. habit than just saying, I'm going to do this thing every day for this with this amount of intensity for the rest of my life. Yep. Like to go back to the running thing for me, right? Like I run most of the time, but I still have seasons. Yeah. I have a race in the spring and the fall. And for that, like three month build up to that race, I run a lot more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as the race is over, I give my body a two week break where I stop right? completely. And then I get back into it and I just run a little bit to kind of maintain my fitness. Yep. But not with the intensity that I was doing it during the race season because if i tried to run that much every week yeah for all of eternity i would give up mm -hmm. like yeah and i want to give up by the point that i get to the race time right i'm like i just uh. need a break from this i don't know if i can keep doing this yes and the reason i'm feeling that way is because i can't like yes like, exactly like what a revolutionary like thought that when that starts to hit us of like wow i don't know if i can keep doing this maybe that's a sign that it's time that for it's a break time for a break mm, right? yes and mm, yeah, so i love I, that I, yeah i think seasons rhythms kind of whatever you want to call them like it gives you that grace yes to say mm. you know what maybe i need a little bit of a respite here yep. maybe if i take a break and then come back to this I'll yeah. be able to even take a step forward past what I've done before yeah. mm -hmm. because that break or that intermediate time is going to kind of re-energize me yes. for the next step. And that's mm -hmm. just built into the way we're designed, right? Like God literally designed us the rhythm of sleep even, you know, yeah. right. he designed our bodies to like stop functioning at some point And like, you need to lay down now yeah. because mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, we're frail humans, but we don't like to admit it. We're like, yeah. no, I can keep going. Mm -hmm. And I remember in college, you were talking about <laughs> staying up all night and drinking monster energy drinks. I used to stay up all night, ridiculous amounts in my senior year, especially <laughs> And I had a mentor who taught me about the realities of, you know, human limitations. And I just remember sitting in her office and I was like legit having trouble forming sentences because I was like so tired. And oh, she was gosh. like, all right, I'm genuinely worried about you. I would like you to call into work right now and, and tell them that you're not coming in. And then I would like you to go home and take a nap right now. <laughs> like she legit was just like, I'm yeah. concerned about you and you need to stop. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Cause I just was operating yeah. under this assumption that I had to keep going at 100% all yeah. the time. There's always more to do. Always. Right? Like yeah. whether you're a student, whether you're an mm -hmm. adult at work, whether you're a kid, a mom, a dad, like there's always more stuff to always. do. There's yeah. always something you could stay up to do that needs to be done around the house or yes. at your job or whatever. And yet so often, like, I think we forget the fact that like, you know what, if I took a little break here, if I went to sleep, I could wake up and maybe mm -hmm. be even more productive than if I just powered through right. yes. because my body's going to be refreshed and reset for this task. Right? Yes, exactly. And I just think that is so applicable across across the board, <laughs> pretty yeah. much everything that we do, totally. including the opposite, by the way. Yes. Right. Like yes. we can get into a season perhaps where. 
maybe, you know, summer break as a kid mm. where we kind of get relaxed and we, we <laughs> mm. uh, some people might call it lazy. Uh, yes. It can cross into that area. Yes. Right. Mm. A good example for me is after a long vacation. Yeah. I go on vacation somewhere and have a lot of fun for like a week or two. Yeah. And then I come back and I'm like, oh, I really don't want to go to work now. Yes. I, just have, I haven't been to work in forever and I mm. forgot what it's like to work. And <laughs> really this don't so want to have to do that ever again. Right. Uh, and then I go to work. And I'm like, oh, uh, you know what? I think I needed that. Like, yes. I, I think I needed to kind of get back into the season of working. Yeah, like, totally. That's healthy, too. Yeah. When we when we do just the rest thing. Yes. On into eternity, yeah. That's probably not healthy either. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Fast forward. OK, so it's fast forward. And I was mentioning to Kara earlier that I'm kind of struggling to look forward to things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, Not that's real to be a Debbie Downer. But yeah, it's like I'm in this, you know, season of life post college graduation. Mm. I call it the cruel summer. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're because you're applying to everything and you're told by your wonderful career counselor that it'll take six months potentially uh, yeah. to find a job. That's and um, my part here at Real FM, you know, I do like a little bit here and I'm so grateful for it. But I got to find, you know, some. Sure. And so that's been really stressful. And I hit like a wall the other day where it just kind of hit me like mm, the like I was being pressure. optimistic and I was, you know, being like, it's going to be OK. Right. God's got me. Everything's going to be fine. And then like just a series of bad things had happened in the day, a flat mm, tire, you know, just yeah. all the weight of everything. Sure. And I was like, oh, it no. all hits you at once. It and all you go hits like, you. Yeah. Nothing is going to be OK. <laughs> <ever>. like, everything <laughs> yeah. is terrible. And I was yeah. like, I'm not going to let myself like get down. Deep into it, and so I was like, "Pull yourself together. (laughs) Send this application. You can do this." And then I feel like God just kind of came through with a bit of encouragement because later that day I got a call for an interview, and that was like, "Okay, things are happening. Like, still nothing set in stone. I've still got to go to this interview. I'm hoping more connections will happen. You know, things will happen. But uh, just talking with like." Kara and some other people here in the studio just feeling very encouraged that it's going to be okay yes. in a way of like, Ooh. this is hard. Yeah. <laughs> it is. This is, this is life and it's hard, but it's still okay. Like not, ex- not making everything rainbows and sunshine. Like right, I'm going right. to have the best job in the world. No. <laughs> like, no, I'm probably going to have a job that's not the easiest or the funnest, but I'm going to learn things. I'm going to grow as a person and God is going to use me wherever I'm at. And so yeah. just try to like, tell myself these mantras, these affirmations, wherever God puts me, that's where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And look where I'm at and where God needs me. Like if there's coworkers or maybe if I'm doing customer service, like what customer can I impact? And so like Mm -hmm. just trying to bring myself to this humble place, (laughs) like wherever I'm going to be is, is where God needs me. Yeah. And even if it's not super glamorous or, you know, like, look at me, look at what I've done. Even if it's not your first choice. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I'm looking forward to eventually being employed (laughs) and paying student loans and bills and all of the fun adulting stuff. Well, I hope you get to look forward to some more, at least like small wins too. Small wins would be good. Small wins are good. I feel like that's a good like point. you said, like just getting that interview or yeah, like sometimes huge, you just yeah. need those like moments of kind of breakthrough of like, yeah, okay, yeah, like I, I get it. This is it. We're talking about seasons. This is a season. This, this is, is a, my this season. is a hard season. It is. Um, yeah. But you need some of those like rays of hope kind of breaking yes, through the clouds every once totally. in a while. So you can be like, okay, we're yep. going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> One step in front of the other. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. But I think like 
I, I don't know. I think that's a really wise and mature response. It is. You. So I'm, I'm is. proud of you. Yes. Like, Thank like, you. I know it's really hard to like maintain that perspective. Yeah. And, and I think you need grace for yourself for those like say, down days too. Like, it's okay. It's also, okay when you, f- yeah. when you're not feeling that. It's you know? okay <laughs> to be like, this is not okay right now. I am not okay. Right yeah. now. I am not okay. That yeah. is totally yeah. acceptable. And then maybe you'll get one of those small wins and, yeah. and the yeah. next day you'll feel a little more hopeful, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what it felt like the other yeah. day when I did get the call for the interview, it felt like God was like, see, yeah, you got an yeah. interview. It's okay. Yeah. It's and so, like, okay. you know, even if this job doesn't pan out, if like the interview, like it turns out, okay, this isn't going to be a fit. Whatever happens, at least I've gotten like yeah. a small win. Like yes. you were saying, I've got one interview, yes. and so just going to be plugging away, working hard at the mm. part-time job of applying to jobs. <laughs> yep. And you know, God is good. Yeah. And something I really appreciate is the season thing that we've been talking about. Um, I work for someone who does a podcast and a lot of the talk that she talks about is seasons of life. Mm. And so I'm constantly hearing this in my, in my head, Uh. like seasons, we're in different seasons Mm -hmm. and just like some encouragement, you know, whatever season that you're in, like God's with you and Mm. there's a purpose in it. There's a plan in it. Mm. And yeah, that's what encourages me. (laughs) Mm, Good. So good. Well, I hope that you have a great rest of your day, whatever season you find yourself in, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind.